This is the Comstock Report Podcast. We are strong advocates for the American family farm and your top source for the agriculture markets. And now, here's your host, David Cruz. This is David Cruz with the Comstock Report. Putin has banned access to Russian economic data, so to be able to make it more difficult to track the severity of sanctions on the Russian economy. While Russia has physical connection to global markets, there are many obstacles to their trading in them. The lack of Russian access to global banking due to financial sanctions and limits on what currencies can be used for trade to rubles, won and gold as well as barter significantly hobbles their trade. There may be few direct sanctions on Russian oil and gas, but Russian oil and gas sells at a steep discount because of indirect sanctions and lacking delivery infrastructure, and even then has found few takers. Russian gas and oil production and exports will decline rather than increase because of it. Russian oil company Rosneft provides 20% of Russian federal revenue, so the inability to find buyers suggests that the market is serving as a sanction. Russia's oil and gas industry was built and operated by Western oil production and service companies who have now all left Russia. The exit of Halliburton, in particular, will result in slow but sure degradation of their oil and gas output. Russia doesn't have the domestic expertise to run their own infrastructure, and it will soon show. They lack both the human and physical technology to sustain their oil and gas production. Due to the limits on their market access, Russia has not been able to capitalize on high oil prices. The European Union is working hard to find other sources. Higher gas prices have stung consumers here, causing the Biden administration to open the strategic reserve. There are both supply and demand factors in competition. This is reflected in the crude oil chart, which has been coiling since its March high, working toward the triangle apex, becoming poised for a breakout soon. The next move will likely be event-triggered, and predictions are just guesses. My guess is up. Russia demanded a ruble conversion to pay for their natural gas exports, and Poland said no. Go Poland. Russian oil and gas sales make up 45% of their federal budget. As EU Russian gas customers find new sources of supply, they stop buying Russian gas. Russia is losing the economic war that finances their military one, which they appear to be losing as well. Peter Zian claims that Russian oil and gas going to China, which understandably comes from Siberia, is limited by dedicated infrastructure capacity. He also says that without Western services supporting Russian production, that China will be getting less, not more oil from Russia. Transporting oil from eastern Russia that has been going to Europe to China requires an arduous, expensive trade route that they have not many seen interest in. China may want to buy more cheap oil and gas from Russia, but it will take a couple of years at least before their transport infrastructure can be expanded or modified to deliver, and they do not have the expertise to build it. Putin is going to have a very hard time paying for his war while seeing his economy shrink to the point many, many more Russians be forced into dire poverty in what is overall a backward country for all but an elite. The Russian kleptocracy is vulnerable. China has been forewarned of significant consequences should it openly back Putin, providing him economic and military aid. The Chinese are smart traders. They have been for centuries. They're not going to buy into what has now obviously become a losing hand. Given a choice between acting in ideological union with Russia and in doing so collapsing their own economy, they will leave Putin to his fate. China does $1.5 trillion in trade with the European Union and U.S. annually, 
and has seen the extent that the West has gone to with economic sanctions against Russia, and has calculated at least to this point that they have no plan B for a workaround if such sanctions were extended to them. We can get along without trade with China better than they can without trade with us. The North American continent has virtually everything that it needs to continue to grow. Mexico has a youthful workforce. Canada has the energy and strategic resources of the U.S. as everything else. Industrial resiliency, technical expertise, natural resources, military superiority, is essentially energy independent. What this war in Ukraine has revealed is how great that our advantages really are. The U.S. dollar has strengthened in acknowledgement of that. We have been told in recent years that America is not as great as it once was in order to score political points. I do not believe that is true. There are items that for our national security reasons should not have an offshore origin. More than ever, U.S. agriculture will have to feed the world. You've been listening to the Comstock Report. For more information on marketing opportunities, contact us at Comstock.com or call 712-227-1110. For a more complete version of the Comstock Report with hedging strategies and trade recommendations, subscribe on our website at Comstock.com or reach out to one of our risk management specialists about how we can help you protect your profits.